0: You can find it on my website at at a time.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. And as promised in the daily financial news, I have a special guest, first-time guest, hopefully a returning guest in the future to One Rental at a Time. Jeff, how you doing, sir?
1: Great, Michael. Thank you for having me today.
0: Yes, excellent. Uh, so this, this interview, this conversation comes about I think about six weeks ago, I was reading about some new landlord-tenant things going on in Portland, specifically, maybe the greater Oregon area. I'm like, I know nothing about it. In fact, Oregon appears to be making California look landlord-friendly, which is frightening to say. And I'm like, anybody out there that invests there, let's have a conversation. And Jeff raised his hand, and we're having a conversation. So Jeff, you're in Oregon and some other markets that are top of mind. So let's uh,
1: let's welcome you to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So we are in, uh, we are in Oregon. My wife and I have been investing in, uh, the Portland Metro area for approximately 10 years now. Okay. Um, started off just buying our first single family house, uh, ended up purchasing, um, a total of five single family homes. We decided we wanted to you know scale up, went into some smaller multis and then, uh, you know, COVID hit. Yeah. So, um, our uh our governor along with a lot of other leaders uh chose to you know place uh the you know moratoriums the eviction moratoriums and, and you know on all of us uh you know wealthy landlords yeah and, all uh, every landlords
0: wealthy no
1: every every landlord every landlord and so my you know i'm a i'm a licensed realtor realtor in oregon uh in portland and uh you know we decided maybe we should diversify a little bit So we ended up keeping some in Oregon, but we've since moved some properties over into the uh, Boise metro area. Oh, wow. And into uh, Phoenix. And while we're not looking at selling everything here in in Portland, um, you know, I'm very conscious of where I buy, where I will continue to buy, and where I will recommend, um, you know, my clients to purchase. And that's Outside of of Portland Metro or outside of the city of Portland, sure. uh, Clackamas County, uh, Washington County, Washington County is where Nike is located, mm-hmm. Intel, other um, you know high tech companies. So and it's it's growing you right know, a lot. So so I just
0: want to make sure I caught all of that right because that is very interesting and it really shows how, frankly, government intervention could change the equation in people because it's a free country. You just pick up your chips and you, you move elsewhere. So I think what you said is you started investing slowly in Oregon, right? right. Um, you, you went from having one single to, to five and then you, you started going multifamily. You were only in Oregon as COVID hit. Is that a true statement? That is correct. Okay, so all the eggs in one basket, somebody comes in and starts kicking over the basket. You're like, ooh, that's no fun. You're changing the rules. The mm-hmm. equation doesn't work as much uh and now you start i'm guessing you you sold clearly and moved elsewhere did you do a 1031 or did you just take the tax hit no
1: we did we exchanged so okay. we had uh we started with selling um one fourplex and one triplex okay uh exchange those two added uh added money with it went into boise um and then we ended up uh selling another tri- another uh fourplex um here this spring, and then exchange that into one more property we were waiting to close on in Boise, and then one down in uh, Phoenix.
0: So what I, I don't I don't know kind of what 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 selling A and getting B is. So you sell a fourplex in Oregon that you've owned for a while, clearly a lot of appreciation and equity, no doubt. What does that get you in Boise? Because Boise's been in the news, right? I, I talk about Boise being one of those markets like.
1: Kind of a little frothy. What, what does it get you in Boise? Well, so we started looking in Boise in uh, approximately September of last year. Okay. And so when we started looking there, um, you know, I would say of the three markets we're in, Boise was by far the first one to, to skyrocket.
0: Yes. agreed. Pretty,
1: went, pretty much went Boise from my observation to uh, Portland actually really started taking off Interesting. after the first year. Portown is always competitive. There's always, you know, for the last several years has always been, you know, the possibility of multiple offers, you know, things are, we're selling at a, at a, a good clip. Low inventory. Even last fall, we were like 1.8 months of inventory. Now we're, we're still about 0.9. Oh my goodness. Under Um, a month. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy, but um you know Boise was definitely the first one to take off and we went in there our our goal was to go and purchase single family detached newer homes that were in the 350 mark okay you know 350 to maybe 400 well we we quickly learned that everything was getting out you know was getting bid up 10 15 20% wow and we we wrote i think 8 or 10 offers that got that didn't work, didn't get accepted okay. so We talked to our agent and said, all right, let's look at the new construction option. Oh, okay. Which I know for a lot of people, new construction, it doesn't make a lot of sense um, because you're you're paying a a premium. But what my wife and I decided is that having gone through, you know, some significant repairs and other properties we'd owned, we thought, all right, let's pay a little bit more. We don't have to paint them for four to five years. We won't have to do furnaces for 15, roofs for 25. Um, you know, we'll take a little bit less, you know, spread up front to have Mm -hmm. a more dependable product in the long run, especially that's reasonable being, you know, these are our first properties out of state. Okay. So um, we ended up buying eight over there. um, Okay. And uh, you know, you figure when we first started, you know, three, two, we could get new construction 375 ish. Okay. Uh, Our last one that we closed on or a most expensive one that we closed on ended up being about four forty six. So I would say in total average around four hundred. Okay. And
0: what's a and then obviously I want to know the rent right. What is sure. What is and, and you let's talk about rents now because I'm guessing, Boise probably more than most places rents in September or not rents in August.
1: Correct. Um, so you know right now we actually have a vacant unit. Um, we're working on getting uh, getting leased up. It's actually in an area called Star, which okay. is. Um, just, it'd be just West of Eagle, okay. uh, you know, very nice area. Um, we started off at, uh, 2,400, okay. um, you know, went, you know, two weeks, you know, no takers. So we're, we're going to bring that down. My guess is it'll probably lease up around 2,200. Okay. Um, and then what would it have been last year? Any idea? Just a guess. 18.
0: Yeah. It's, it's 30% rent increase. And that's, that's what I'm seeing when I look at Boise. It's just like, everything is just jumps off the chart.
1: It's- it, it does, you know, but you also have some of the larger players that are up there American Homes for Rent yeah. has a has a presence up there. Um, I think I read that on lease renewals, they were increasing their average or they're increase, increasing their rents by 15%. Yeah, it's happening. Uh, on, yeah. on average on, on lease renewal. And, you know, the problem that you're running into is, you know, a lot of the, uh, a lot of people aren't taking into consideration that, you know, you're seeing all these massive, you know, increases in, in, in rents that a lot of, a lot of landlords couldn't increase rents last year.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, you know, there's, there, there is that element that yes, catch there's these massive increases, but we couldn't do anything for a year.
0: Yeah. A little bit of catch up. The other thing that's, is, is, is always true is kind of supply and demand. What people don't get about housing is demand moves first. Demand mm-hmm. moves to Boise, moves to Phoenix, whatever it is, demand. People can move a lot faster than somebody could build a brand new community, but Absolutely. it will catch up. It just, you know, and I'm guessing there's a bunch of, I don't know if they're really cranes per se, but I bet there's a bunch of, a bunch of crews building housing or apartments or something in Boise. Is that true or no?
1: There are. There's uh, there's a lot of new construction that's that's going, you know, in the Meridian area, Um you know, in CUNA, uh, it's basically Ada County. So mm-hmm. the three, you know, the two primary counties are Ada County, County and Canyon County. Okay. So Ada is where Boise, um, Meridian, CUNA, uh, Eagle, um, and Star are all located. Then Nampa and Caldwell to the west are Canyon County. Okay. And, um, you know, but there's a lot of new construction going in and it, and it will catch up. The reality of it is, you know, they can only build so fast, though. They only can yeah. develop so fast. Yeah, that's right. Supply you demand. Know, yeah, yeah, it takes it takes time to, you know, you know, get things permitted through even as as great as, as those areas are. It does take time to, you know, get things run through county, get, you know, yeah. get permits approved.
0: Yeah, you got to you got to add water curbs. I mean, it's just
1: that's there's it.
0: just time. Right. Again, demand moves so much faster than supply. So you go to you go from you go from Oregon to Idaho and then off to off to Arizona. Talk about it talk about another hot market what are you seeing out there So Arizona I was
1: a little familiar with it um, I, have, I have a friend that lives there um, East Valley so Chandler you yep. know Chandler area and I you know I've always liked Phoenix um, you know my wife's always liked Phoenix uh, so you know when we sat down and decided okay do we want to do more in Oregon do we want to you know continue in, in Boise? or do we want to look at a third market? And Hmm. for us, our goal is to be in three to four markets, um, just for diversification purposes. Um, And, you know, Phoenix is also an area that we're looking at potentially retiring in. We've Uh. got some time before we retire, but, you know, in 15, you know, 20 years, that's one area we're looking at. And, you know, knowing, you know, where, you know, what Intel's doing down there, Mm -hmm. I had heard rumors last fall, they were getting ready to uh you know build on to their yeah, a new fab their, yep. their fab yeah they're in it was announced here in i think march that yep. you know they're putting 20 billion dollars into, into the uh the chandler location yeah uh, it was also announced that um you know taiwan semiconductors yeah. that's going yeah. to be putting in a 1200 acre you know facility in goodyear and wow. so you know those two you know those two you know, companies are not going to be investing, you know, billions of dollars into a, 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 an area that's not going to continue to grow. No, I agree. Yeah. So,
0: so one of the questions I do have for you, cause I've never, I I've been in Fresno one market my entire life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm lucky that I'm lucky at least while well, California has kind of changed around my Fresno County is, you know, of Fresno County is red where well, the rest of the state is blue, if that makes sure. sense to folks. Um, how is it having stuff in three different areas, three different property managers, different reports, different this, different that? Uh, is it as much a hassle as I think it is, or is it pretty easy to
1: do it? It's it's easy. You okay. know, I, I if there's a problem, my general rule is, if there's an issue, call the contractor first, then let me know. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to pay to get it. You know, I'm not going to not pay. I'm not going to have it, I'm not going to not have it fixed. Right. Okay. So my wife and I have decided that you know if there's a problem, call the contractor first, then let us know. Um okay. And, you know, they, they deposit, you know, the money into our account. They, Mm -hmm. you know, send us reports. We get our, you know, all of our tax documents. It's cool. It's all, they're all using the same program. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's very, oh, that's helpful. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very easy program. Um, You know, it's for me, it's, it's not a big deal. And it's also, you know, diversifying the risk as well, because, uh, you know, being a licensed realtor in the Portland metro area, my concern is if something happens with our market, yeah. You know, I want to be, you know, diversified.
0: Sure. Makes total sense. So as you look at, uh, let's say, the next 10 years, I guess what I'm trying to get at, are you done? Like you've got everything you have in Oregon, you're done. You'll be adding in Boise or Phoenix, or are you constantly evaluating all three markets and you're not maybe not done
1: with um, Portland yet? I will not commit to being done in Oregon. <laughs> okay, there you, I was just wondering—is right, it yeah, so I, bad that like no new chips? Okay. No, it's it's not. And our our general focus is we want to we want to continue into Phoenix for now because we want to have some scale. Right. So you're adding. Got it. Yeah. I, I, you like know, it. my my you know, when my wife and I have talked about it, it's been primarily we want to get to about eight. For some okay. reason, that's a number we like. It's you know, there's scale. There's. Yeah you know, it, it's just a good, a good number. And then reevaluate you okay. know, where we want to, where we want to be. I, I will say that, you know, if somebody is looking to invest in, in Port, in the Portland metro area, it's actually a really good place to invest. Okay. Tell me, tell me why. Reason being is the amount of growth that we have going on in, uh, in the Portland metro area, especially the West side. Um, you look at the number of permits that are being pulled for new construction mm-hmm. for Portland Metro area. And that also includes Vancouver, Washington. It is, in my opinion, significantly lower than it needs to be for our population size. Right. So people need housing, mm-hmm. they need to rent. The other thing that has uh, impacted is um, our uh, SB 608, Senate Bill 608, that mm-hmm. is our landlord, uh, new landlord tenant law. That is um, our rent control. Mm-hmm. And it's scared a lot of mom and pop, you know, landlords out. Sure. Well, when I'm listing houses that were, that were rental properties, um, for every 10, you know, homes I would list, or I, I will list that are, are rentals, I would estimate 70 to 80, maybe even 90% of them being sold are being purchased by owner occupants.
0: Yeah, this is what I'm telling you is coming is is a lot of mom and pop landlords are going to give up frustrated, whether it's, you know, that rent control or this or eviction moratorium. They're going to kick the tenants out or remove the tenant, if you want to say it nicely. They're going to clean them up and they're going to sell and they're going to go owner occup. Yep. And that's just going to make affordable housing supply go
1: down, down, down. It, and that's, that's the, you know, that's the collateral damage that our, our government didn't consider. Exactly. You know, is that, you know, What's the saying? Money goes where it's treated best. Exactly. And, you know, so, you know, I'm looking at it as an opportunity for people that want to get into rentals. You know, talking to the property manager that I have here in town, and I, you know, I was on the phone with them every month, um, you know, when the pandemic started. And I still talk to them, you know, several, you know, every month or two. Mm -hmm. And what they've told me is that their rent collection was either the same or greater Mm. during COVID. Because of where the properties are that they manage, um, and the type of tenants they have, you know, staying out of the city of Portland, there are certain things you can't do as a landlord, screening wise, Mm -hmm. that you can do in Washington County, Clackamas County, elsewhere. So that's impacted, um, you know, how people are are able to invest, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, you've got
0: to have you got to have. It's all about tenant selection. If anything has taught me the last year and a half with all this going on, it's paramount that you as a landlord have a very tight tenant box. You treat everybody the same and you don't make make exceptions because that's where you get burned is when you make exceptions.
1: Yeah. Every time you do somebody a favor, it'll burn you. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, so it's, it's not, a, you know, Oregon's not a bad place. It's no. actually a great place to invest. Um, but you have to be a little bit, you know, more thoughtful in how you're doing it. So, you know, that's, that's, I think a real important factor is just considering, you know, you know, considering how are you going to deal with, with the new laws, you know, and taking that into, into consideration.
0: Yeah. Cause when I look at your three markets and again, as full disclosure, I've never looked at any of them in detail so I only hit my radar when they hit the newswire, mm-hmm. uh, or, Oregon, generally speaking, maybe more Portland probably seems to be seems to have really changed the rules pretty abruptly and probably is not done. Um, but then when I look at Boise, very friendly, kind of build, kind of, again, demand moved first. Now supply is coming, and then mm-hmm. Phoenix is like, it's been hot for a decade, right? It's it's uh, um, Scottsdale and, and other areas. So I think you're got in. Th-
1: it really bad in 08. Oh, it did. Yeah. Uh, oh, it, was it got just. Vegas and.
0: Phoenix, Scottsdale. Yeah.
1: Um, But, you know, you go back and you look at inventory and I think, you know, it goes back to one of the, uh, one of the videos that you, you put on, Mm -hmm. um, that's comparing 06 to 08 and, you know, driving around when I was driving around down there in, in May, I went down for three days. I drove 600 miles looking at the whole market and the major difference between 08 and, or 06 and today was the lack of construction. Exactly the lack of construction. That was what blew my mind. So
0: yeah, it's a supply demand thing. Again, 06 was an interesting time because, uh, you know, good intentions, everybody getting loans met Wall Street's greed and stupidity, which led to getting. I mean, I I can tell you, I turned down tenants that got yes answers to buy homes. How is that possible? That was 06. Well, and guess what happened? You get a loan. Oh yeah. I mean, you, you didn't even have to sign your name right. You could get a loan. Mm-hmm. It was a bad time. So, so when you're looking at the future, what I hear you saying is you're excited to be in three markets. Diversification is good. The management headache is not nearly what I thought. And right now, you're looking to add some size to Phoenix. Is what I think you're saying.
1: That's correct. We're uh, that's the first first goal is for us to add size to Phoenix, add cool. scale, and then once we get to that point, then we'll we'll reevaluate and see you know, what we want to, you know, what we want to do. Um, you know, do we want to continue in Oregon? Do we want to go further into Idaho or continue in, in the Phoenix metro area?
0: That is awesome. A uh, couple of things. Uh, how can people follow you, be part of your world, reach out if they want to buy something perhaps in Oregon? And uh, so uh,
1: they can find me. I'm I'm really easy to find, uh, you know, Jeff Whiting uh, at johnlscott.com. Uh, okay. I'm a realtor um, at John L. Scott. We're a, a regional uh, brokerage uh you know i'm I have to say i need to work on my instagram and my facebook uh presence um i really don't do a whole lot of social uh leave that to my to my wife so <laughs> very cool <laughs> um, but uh you know jeff Whiting at johnallscott.com uh, is my uh is my email so if, if anybody would like to get a hold of me feel free email me i'm happy to you know share my thoughts uh about our market that's awesome.
0: And then the last question is what would be your advice for someone looking to invest out of state now that you've done it, uh, at least in Boise and one in, in Phoenix?
1: Drive the market. Yes, please. Drive the market. Literally what I did getting into Phoenix, even being familiar with it, I did this in Boise as well, um, is I went and I found addresses. I didn't, wasn't really concerned if I was super interested in the house or not, but I routed away. I routed, you know, a path, and I just wanted to go look at areas. Yeah. And you know, I'd have you have to have a target, or you just drive, you know, aimlessly around. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd go and and drive different, you know, drive the different areas, and I figured out really quick where I don't want to be and where I do want to be.
0: Yeah. I, it 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 scares me to no end how many people tell me I'm going to vest out of state, Michael, and I'm like, great. When are you get on a plane to go there? I'm not going there. Why would I go there? I'm like, what? You're going to put tens of thousands of dollars in an area you're not willing to go see. That might be a red flag. You know, you, that might not be okay.
1: Yeah, it's it's. I would say it's imperative to know the area. You know, Absolutely. get to know the get to know the market. Um, you know, we're going back to uh, to Phoenix um, in October to you know check on everything. And you know, it's uh, you know, unfortunately, my wife wasn't able to join us or join me on my trip um, in, in May. And so her and I are going to be going in October. We're going to be checking out the market. I'm going awesome. to show her what we're doing, get her input. She's been such a vital key to this oh, yeah. whole equation. It's amazing. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Well,
0: congratulations on your success. Thanks for reaching out and uh, you know, talking to someone you never met. I think you did a great job. And again, one more time, how can people reach out if they want to? Jeff Whiting at johnlscott.com. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Michael. Reach out anytime.